0: Hello friends, welcome to the Mongolian Adventures podcast, a place for stories about Mongolia for adventurous kids. Get comfortable, snuggle in, and let's begin. Let's begin! Goodbyes were hard. Minjin was realizing this more and more as her home search continued. She was amazed at all of the places she had been able to visit so far, but even more than that her heart felt full with all of the mice and creatures she had met in each of the places she had gone. How lucky she was! This morning she had said a difficult goodbye to Nina, Tim, and Jill. The film crew were headed back towards Ulaanbaatar and the airport. They would fly home and put the pieces of their documentary together, creating a story out of the places they had visited and the questions they had asked, all of the things that Minjin had helped with. She still could hardly believe that she had helped a film crew make a movie. When they had hugged goodbye, Nina had whispered to her, Don't forget how smart you are, or to ask questions and look for the answers, no matter how scary it is. Those were the words Minjin carried with her as she sat on the side of the road, waiting for a bus to come. She was on her own again, the first time in a few weeks that it had been up to her where she should go and what she should do. She had wondered briefly if she should follow the crew to Ulaanbaatar, to her home city and its familiarity, but she also knew that there was still exploring to do, adventures to be had, and questions to be asked. Tim had mentioned to her last night that there was a monastery not far from them that he had hoped to see. Minjin had jumped at the chance to follow his prompting down the road to her next stop. She didn't have a plan, but she could pay attention to the way that opened up before her. Sometimes, all you had to do was pay attention and follow the quiet signs pointing the way. The bus ride was uneventful, bumpy and quiet, as usual. She got off at a pathway marked with signs to the monastery where she was headed. Manzushir. The word stumbled over her tongue when she tried to pronounce it. She looked forward to meeting someone else who could say it for her, so she could hear how it was supposed to sound. She wasn't sure what to expect. She had visited the Gandan monastery back in Ulaanbaatar, so she had some idea of what a monastery was, but this one was in the countryside, not the city. She wondered how it would be different. The other monastery hadn't been the right home for her. Would this one? Minjin walked up the path as she thought about all of the things she had learned about herself as she had looked for a home. She had thought she knew who she was as a mouse, but these adventures were teaching her even more about herself. The things that scared her and the things that made her excited, the things that she was interested in and the things that she didn't care about at all. It was funny, spending so much time thinking about herself and what she wanted and needed from a place. But maybe that was the point of all of this. The chance to explore, to wander, to see so that she could know herself. Because if she didn't know herself, how could she know what she wanted to do with her days, with her work? Her thoughts were interrupted suddenly as she reached the main entrance to Mansushir. There was a sign by the path. It read, Visiting mice, wait here. A guide will arrive sometime in the next five minutes to two hours. Minjin read it again, then laughed as she realized what it said. Well, five minutes to two hours it would be. This visit was already off to an adventurous start. Roughly 10 minutes later, Minjin watched as a mouse appeared from up the hill and began to skip down the grass. He looked older, but his body moved like a little kid, his ears bouncing in the wind and his paws racing over the grass. He was wearing a faded red coat wrapped around him with a low belt that looked as if it would slip over at any moment. Glasses hung on a chain around his neck, sliding this way and that as he skipped. As he approached, Minjit could hear him singing a tune. La-di-da, dum a mouse is here for some fun. La-di-da, dum a mouse is here to hear my pun. La-di-da, la-di-di-dum, a mouse is here to see a ton. Minjin couldn't help but smile to herself. She stood up and dusted herself off, ready to meet this funny old mouse skipping towards her, and looking as if he might just tumble down the rest of the path. "'Hello!' he called out to her, skidding to a stop in front of her "'and holding out one of his dusty paws. "'I'm Alfie,' he said, shaking her paw with vigor and power. "'Who might you be?' "'I'm Minjin,' she replied, trying not to fall over as he shook his whole arm. "'Welcome, welcome, Wilf will bienvenido, salut, caribou!' That one is Swahili for you from a nice young mouse I just met last week. He came for a visit and taught me some words. Where are you from? The words streamed out of Alfie like a rapid fire waterfall, cascading out of his mouth as waves crash from the rocks. I'm from Ulaanbaatar originally, she answered. I'm on my home search and I was not far away. I was at Hustai recently and I thought I would head here to visit next. She wondered if she should add anything else, but she didn't have a chance to decide before Alfie was talking again. Knock, knock, he said, tugging her along as he started back towards the monastery. "Ah, uh, who's there, she answered, trying to remember if that was the correct response. Goat. Goat who, Minion replied. Goat to the door and find out, Alfie said, starting to laugh before he even finished the sentence. Minjin joined in and soon they were both laughing as they pushed open a door and entered the monastery The tour continued as Alfie interrupted himself to continue asking knock-knock jokes and pausing for Minjin to laugh as they went through the various buildings and spaces surrounding the monastery Knock-knock, Minjin giggled as she replied Who's there? Sure, sure who? Sure hope you had like bad jokes Alfie cracked himself up bending over to try to catch his breath. Minjin laughed as well, feeling the stress and uncertainty of the last few weeks release off of her as she laughed. They reached a pile of stones that looked like the skeleton of a building that used to be. Alfie grew serious, turning to Minjin with a solemn look on his face. This building used to be the Tokchin Temple, he said, turning his gaze to the ruins of the building. Now all that is left is these reminders of what used to be. He swung his paw around the vast land around them. There are 17 different ruins here around the monastery's grounds. Minjin stood in silence for a moment, looking at the ruins around them. What happened to them? She asked gently, waiting to see what he would say, or if he would answer at all. There was a time when we were not allowed to be here. We were not allowed to be Buddhist or to be a monastery. Our home and community here were destroyed on purpose. It hurt us, he finished. I'm sorry, Minjin said. Alfie smiled at her again. Thank you. We began to rebuild in 1990, and we leave these here for now as a reminder of what was. So now you are a monastery again. What do you like about living and working here? Minjin asked, thinking about her home search. He brightened up. The monastery was closed and destroyed. There was so much hurt. Alfie paused. But now we are regrouping, building a new place for humans and creatures to come. Now we are a place for people to come and heal. Minjin thought about what she knew about healing. She had seen other mice have to have cuts or broken bones healed by doctors. So you are like a hospital, she asked. A hospital for people's hearts, Alfie laughed a little. We aren't doctors, we don't give medicine that comes in pills or from a bottle. We make this monastery a place where people can come and stay when they need a space to remember what it means to be happy, to laugh, to put their hearts back together. That sounds lovely, Minjin says. Is that why you love knock-knock jokes so much? Yes, Alfie says, jumping up from the grass and throwing his paws up into the air. We help people find the space to laugh again after they have been really sad, to help them see light after feeling very dark. That's the healing we try to offer here. Laughter, joy, friendship. Alfie stopped for a moment. This place was so sad for so many years. It makes me glad to live here and help other people laugh again, to heal and find what they need to do next in their lives." Minjin nodded, soaking in his words. What a beautiful thing to do with a place, and with memories, and with a life. How long do creatures stay? Minjin asked. You live here. Do others stay here forever, too? Yes, Elfie replied. I live here all the time and so do a few other mice, but most of the creatures come and go. Some stay for a day or two, others come for longer stays, a few months or even a few years. We never tell someone how long they can stay for. It's up to them to decide when they are ready to go. How did you know this was the job you wanted, that this place was where you wanted to live? Alfie nodded for Minjin to follow him back to the main house of the monastery. I came to visit during my home search many years ago. I loved the heart of what it means to live here, to help others heal, to be a part of bringing joy to creatures who feel sad. Alfie looked at her. That felt like what I wanted to do with my life. What about if I don't know what I want to do with my life yet? Minjin asked sometimes the answers aren't clear right away Alfie said the places we pass through stay with us so even though you may not be ready to decide to stay here the monastery will go with you in your heart and become a part of your story Minjin nodded it seems to me Minjin that you have feet that want to keep moving and exploring Alfies paused but maybe you should wear more sensible shoes He looked down at her bright pink sparkle sandals. She started to laugh, and soon she and Alfie were both laughing so hard they couldn't talk. You're right, Alfie, she managed to say. Come on in and have a cup of tea before dinner tonight. I'll give you some ideas of where to head next, and I've got a great knock-knock joke for you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mongolian Adventures podcast. You can find more information about the podcast as well as lesson plans for educators at www.mongolianadventurespodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Mongolian Adventures Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at MongolianADVPod. We'd love for you to draw a picture or create artwork based off of today's story send us your pictures at mongolian.adventures.podcast at gmail.com and maybe you'll see it featured on our social media until next time may your adventures be big and your dreams even bigger